The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. I think that was a collective head slap from everybody when we saw that drop. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the program today, Michael Felder shares his thoughts on the game between Michigan and Ohio State. And he helps us get ready for preparing our Thanksgiving feast. But first, a little bit of NFL breaking news that we will get into later this segment. It is that the Steelers have fired their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. And this matters a great deal when it comes to the AFC playoff picture because the Kansas City Chiefs lose outright to the Philadelphia Eagles 21-17. KC shut out in the second half. Philly not only covers the plus three, they win the game outright. This game goes under. Judson Watson with the first touchdown. Hurts two plus touchdowns. Unders in all the passing props, but overs on Mahomes and Hurts rushing props. And there are a ton of futures implications from this one Monday night game alone. But Joe, what stands out to you as far as last night? Uh, thank God I don't have to hear Steelers fans cry about Matt Canada this, Matt Canada that. Like, um, <laughs> you have a bad quarterback, guys. I don't know if you're going to bring in some magician that's going to suddenly fix things. But, yeah, we'll get to that coming up. Oh, man. Uh, as far as last night. Well, first off, the reaction to last night. I, yeah, I, I guess the lead is what we heard there in the highlight to start the show. But what I find really interesting um, is no surprise that the winner of last night's game, no matter what numbers they put up, the quarterback was going to be the MVP favorite this morning. Whether you like it or not, that's the case. Jalen Hurts is your MVP favorite, even though he couldn't even get close to the 200-yard mark. Like, passing yards was not a thing last night. A little bit on the ground uh, for both teams. But that's not a surprise deserved. I don't know. But what's interesting is we have a three-way tie for your leader in the Super Bowl race right now. That's fascinating to me. San Francisco is part of it with those two teams uh, that played last night, Philly and KC. I mean, the drops are going to be the big story. The, the the number one takeaway, I can't believe this is a thing. I saw it everywhere. And then I'm like, that can't be real. It can't be real. 
three straight shutouts in the second half from this Chiefs offense. Three straight games. Like, what are the excuses? Is is it all drop? It can't be all drops. That's a lot of it. And the Kelsey turnover last night, Philadelphia defense, Miami defense, Denver defense. Guys, I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about how Miami is a trending up defense. These are not top five defenses either. This is all on Kansas City. This is life with Matt Nagy, Casey. Enjoy it. Well, I also think it's a little bit arrogant on the Chiefs because they have said, oh, like, well, maybe they didn't come out and quite say it, but the message I got was as long as we have Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, we don't Mm -hmm. need any star wide receivers. And guess what? It is coming back to haunt them right now. Drops everywhere. Even Travis Kelsey had a crucial one. I mean, it's awful what's going on i couldn't believe that stat either about the second half being shut out in three consecutive games but now philly best record in football and jillian hurt says after the game hey we're not even playing our best football yet and they are in the thick of it in terms of their schedule is really tough uh i know ed and i kind of agree we've talked about we think they'll probably lose to the cowboys but other than that i think they have a lot of confidence you know moving forward and this was just you know icing on the cake for them in terms of the super bowl revenge but i just think that this could be a year in terms of mvp where maybe we were talking about it, you know, Jalen Hurts probably going to be the favorite, but is, will a non-quarterback win it this year? Well, Hurts is right about one thing. They didn't play their best football, uh, not by any stretch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's insane to me that A.J. Brown uh, was almost a non-factor in this game. And what was the thing is that like the passing attack completely revolves around AJ Brown for the Eagles. But the fact that they were able to go to Devontae Smith and other guys like that, uh, even without Dallas Goddard there, uh, that to me was in some ways impressive. Yeah, the weather was such to where, you know, you're probably going to rely on the rushing attack a little bit more. Uh, but still, though, when it comes to Kansas City's offense, these drops, you know, drops are a really tricky thing because you don't exactly know if a drop is a drop. Maybe the ball was thrown badly, those kinds of things. And so that's definitely an issue here. But one of the things that I did, a uh, super quick spot check here, was just looking at the last few seasons, which offenses had the highest drop rate and the lowest drop rates. And you know what, guys? Super Bowl winners and Super Bowl participants they don't have drop problems for the most part. Like there might be high profile ones or high leverage situations, but they don't have the problems that Kansas City is suffering through right now. And they've Mm -hmm. tried to draft wide receivers highly in the last few drafts. And look, some of them are young. Some of them may, may need some time to develop. But if Travis Kelsey is dropping a pass, if Justin Watson is dropping a few in high leverage situations, Some of that is just, okay, you know, are the footballs wet? Uh, Is that a problem? Uh, Is this something that's going to last? Because look, Joe, we are 11 weeks into the season. We are 11 weeks into the season. Mm -hmm. If there is a drop problem, I don't know how this gets fixed anytime soon. And I'm curious if you think if all of these drops are going to add up to where normally Pat Mahomes is as reliable as they come. But with these drops that are happening time and time again in high leverage spots, are they reliable? Is it reliable? Or are there other offenses that you like a little bit more to possibly get this one seed in the AFC? Yeah, that's why I don't think this is an overreaction. This has been a story since the season started, since we had the season opener with the Chiefs. 
And I thought coming out of the bye, because the drops have been such a problem, like it's been their only issue for the most part. Like rushing defense, yes, a little bit. And we saw that uh, some last night. Swift, by the way, back on track. He had a really strong game for that Eagles uh, run game. But I thought they were going to try and work in some of their other guys a little bit more. Okay, Nicole Hardman, I thought he would get more time. We saw Tony early on. They made it a point to get him involved. And then what happened? By the end, they were going to the same guys that have been dropping passes. And, and you're right. Like Sometimes we don't know. Are they catchable balls? Here's what we do know. Those high-leverage spots, MVS, Mahomes could not have thrown a more perfect pass. Watson needs to make that grab. And it's the same guys again and again. And we're way past the trade deadline. There's no help waiting out there. Man, uh, this is legitimate. And, you know, another one of my big takeaways, as we all know, Baltimore right now, they have the leg up for the buy. And we, we know how important the buy is. But I would say, especially for Kansas City, which sounds like a crazy thought because they have the best quarterback in the world. But I would say, especially for Kansas City, because the more opportunities that these wide receivers have to mess it up for them, they're li- more likely to mess it up for them. So this buy is massive, massive for the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I was reading some of the comments on social media of fans just like, you get paid millions to make this catch. Like they are just outraged by it, you know? And and I think because it was tight, it was in response to Tyreek Hill saying, Hey, you know, some people say, think this uh catch is easy or something under the bright lights, but I do kind of agree with the fans here. I mean, you do get paid like 20 million a year to practice this and make some catches. It's not just one game. This has been going on all season. MVS has been doing this since he was with the Packers. Yes. So I think there's something there's something that's yeah, yeah. exactly. He was dropping balls before it got popular. Like before it was in style, he was doing it. <laughs> exactly. So now, uh, like everybody's doing it, it's it's contagious over there. I, I am curious, though, when it comes to, say, like the MVP market, because Jalen Hurts, it wasn't that great of a game, but now he's the favorite. Uh, Pat Mahomes, you know, he lost. And so now there there is this kind of quagmire in the AFC where no one team is standing out. Uh, Mm -hmm. But what is this going to mean going forward? Because certainly as AFC teams are vying for position, it may stay that way throughout the rest of the season. Meanwhile, in the NFC, there's a clear cut tier. I mean, the Eagles uh, have the best record right now, but the Dallas Cowboys look fantastic. Uh, Later in the show, I will make another argument for Brock Purdy for MVP. Uh, But the Lions are also really good. And so I wonder if you're looking for MVP candidates, if it's just easier to look at the NFC because it's a good bit more clear cut. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. You you look at the results of this weekend, and yes, Hertz won the biggest game of the week, and it was an island game, so he's going to be the favorite. But can we sit there and say there's a favorite? Numbers-wise, yes, there's a favorite, but I don't know that there is. And then Lamar, everybody's going to point to the Burrow injury in that game. He really didn't have a, a chance to to ball out. And then Mahomes and then Tua was somewhat disappointing in a very tight game against the Vegas Raiders. I if we had to vote today, like it's hard. I, am mm-hmm. I voting Hertz, Lamar, Mahomes? I'm probably not. And I railed against people that were talking up Stroud. I've said, I've done the same thing with Purdy. 
And you know what? Dak's in the conversation. If Hertz is the favorite, Dak has to be in the conversation. He has to be. Probably not going to win the division, but I'm saying in the conversation. I'm not saying he's getting my vote. I mean, it's I, I don't know what you do at this point. And the rest of the season, we'll figure it out. But is Mahomes going to be out? Does anybody believe these receivers are going to turn it around? When you have a guy that's won multiple times, I think a lot of voters kind of want to look elsewhere anyways. So in our preview to this game, we're like, okay, these receivers are getting off against the Eagles secondary. But, okay, who's the receiver one? Who's the receiver two? And it was kind of a shrug at the shoulders. And after last night, the targets would suggest that Watson's their number one receiver. If Watson's their number one receiver, they're in bigger trouble than we're suggesting right now. He had 11 targets last night. Yeah, the other thing that I found super interesting about these two quarterbacks, Mahomes, 43 attempts for 177 (laughs) yards versus Jalen Hurts, 22 attempts for 150 yards. I mean, Jalen Hurts didn't exactly light things up through the passing game either. I think this was fascinating, and it seems like both MVP and the AFC are wide open this morning. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Exactly. And that's why I I feel like if you're looking for MVP candidates to bet on right now, you're probably likelier to find something in the the NFC because it's a good bit easier to figure out who's good and who stinks. Meanwhile, I mean, what Mm. was it like, you know, Paul and I have been talking about this in terms of like the Jaguars still being very live. If Jacksonville gets the one seed, then it's going to be a very underwhelming one seed. And it's going to be a lot of fun handicapping the playoffs once that time comes. Uh, But also too, like you're seeing other teams in the AFC trying to do whatever they can think to do to try and get a leg up in terms of uh, making the playoffs and getting a good seed, like the Steelers firing Matt Canada. You know, it's something where, yes, this offense is going to be a little bit underwhelming, but you feel like with those top two receivers for the Steelers that maybe they can do just enough. And at least Pittsburgh has enough situational awareness to where you can go, you know what? They know that point differential is terrible. They know they are lucky to have the record that they do. So they might as well do something quasi-extreme to at least put themselves in a position to succeed, Joe. And the idea is probably it can't get any worse. It can't. It can't possibly get any worse. There are probably some immediate fixes that are obvious to everyone in that building. And one of them is why is Najee Harris still getting all this run over over Warren? I mean, Warren, clearly the best back that they have. And and he adds another dimension to that offense. He should be getting more run. And and spot-wise, it's probably a really good spot um if they 
win that close game? Is this change being made? No, it's not. Just like the Bills last week, if they end up winning, if they don't have 12 guys and special teams on the field, missed field goal, they win the game, they're probably not making a change. And then then what happens is past week. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, like you're going against a backup quarterback with Cincinnati. Then you got Arizona, one of the worst defenses around. Then you've got New England. They're they're a dumpster fire right now. Who knows? It's going to be Bailey Zappi. Then you got the Colts. They're a bottom feeder as well. Then you got Cincinnati once again for another backup quarterback. Like the path right here is set up for some Steelers success. And if they have that, everybody's going to say, "See, it was Canada." I'm not out here, you know, here to defend Matt Canada in any way. He should have been fired a long time ago. But timing wise, it's interesting because. They better have some success over the next month. I, I do think they're going to be in a playoff spot, and everybody's going to point to Canada. I think they were on a, their way to a playoff spot even before firing Canada, if they, even if they keep I agree. Out. And they see this morning they have a path. The, I mean, all the injuries in the AFC, especially at the quarterback position, and then the Chiefs lose last night, it's open for them, and they have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. 10 seconds, Joe. Browns 10 to 1 to get the one seed in the AFC. You buying? Man, you're asking the Browns guy on the show. I'm not buying. I am. I'm not buying. I am. You're you not. are? No. I mean, I division, think, but I'm one tempted. seed. No. I haven't done it yet, but I'm tempted. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's a, it's a hard one, but we'll continue that one. This is Becky All Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, power ranking the NFC wildcard contenders right here on the Becky Network.